0: Dan, how's it going? Rob,
1: Robert Cope.
0: What a pleasure. What's your middle name? It's Louis.
1: Robert, Lu, Robert Louis.
0: Yeah. Go. A strong name. Robert Louis Cope. Yeah. Louis or Lewis? Uh, Louis? Louis, spelt Louis. L O A L O U I S. That's the one. Yeah. incredible bagel fish who will be playing in the festival now let's get to work andy scott dan farron welcome to the jazz podcast hello Hello, there how are you doing gentlemen i should probably be more specific and then you won't talk over each other yeah that's a good idea (laughs) bro all right let's let's all right um so yeah so professional (laughs) my god Um, i'll never get it yeah so Andy, you were there when this whole Manchester Jazz Festival became a thing. I was, yeah. Can you tell us about it?
2: Yeah, I can tell you a little bit about it. And that was um, in about 1996, I think. Um, Steve Mead and Mick Waterfield started the uh, jazz festival. Steve um, is, is, has always been artistic uh, director of the festival. as It's grown from that first year. And he was a sort of uh, gigging guitarist, loved jazz. And Mick uh, also loved jazz and uh, not a musician, but he acted as a sort of producer for a number of years that has actually sort of of started the whole Manchester Jazz Festival scene. From those early days, I think it was eight or nine gigs in the first year, they've turned it into this monster, which is absolutely brilliant.
0: Yeah, it's amazing for, well, every musician that is you know, and audiences and venues, it's such an amazing thing to have. But, you know, when I, in 1996, I was a younger person, I guess we all were than I am now. And I can't really imagine the city without a jazz festival. It seems madness. Like, like how can that, you know? Yeah.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I noticed, um, I was just doing a little bit of research to jog my memory and I found this page where they said they actually had to postpone, that first one in 96 because it was meant to be running when the ira bomb went off uh, which was on the 15th of june 1996 but they they delayed it by about a month so it did happen in that year but in august wow that's amazing what a start absolutely yeah yeah they were so close to getting it cancelled yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) so close so, um, so Dan, you're out, you're like a, you're our like guy on the streets right now just to stay in touch with the, with the, with the normal people. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't have a TV license. No, I don't. Uh, so, and it's the world cup.
1: Well, so. yeah, this, the world cup is one of the, it's probably the only thing that I actually want to watch on telly. So mm-hmm. we don't, we never bothered getting a TV license, but it's much nicer to watch it in the pub. But people haven't come to listen to me talk about why I haven't got a TV license, Rob.
0: Oh, that's a good point. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go. And
1: in. it's and it's half time, and the game is about to continue. So let's carry on,
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> moving swiftly on. Um, okay, let's look at the festival brochure. We can play a few tunes and um, mm-hmm. just kind of a very informal. If you know, if you're listening to this show. It's kind of Mm. a way of, like, finding out what's going on at the festival without having to read the brochure if reading isn't Mm. your thing. But um, we're probably not going to come out, you know, I haven't got any incredible nuggets of wisdom that you can't figure out by clicking on the pictures. That's like a... When
1: when do you ever have have
0: (laughs) incredible nuggets of wisdom, they're real? (laughs) Good point. Hey, you know, the best thing ever happened to me yesterday, um, Mm. just before we get into these gigs, I was running Nigel London... And um, a kid put his hand up in the rehearsal and was like, "Hey, your voice sounds really familiar." I was like, "Oh yes, <laughs> I've made it. It's the big time." That's can like get you confused with someone. Yeah, no, he no, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm big time.
2: Rob, Rob, Rob. Can I just uh, and Dan, just before we talk about the gigs and the brochure, mm-hmm. you just. My memory talking about football. Mm -hmm. Of course, last time uh, we met or bumped into each other, Rob, was playing five-a-side football in London for your 30th birthday, I think.
0: Yeah. Mm.
2: And uh, I have to say, you are a quite magnificent goalkeeper. Oh, you're too kind. This might be something that uh podcast people don't know about, but. I mean, I mean, quite unusually as well, you know, considering you're a jazz musician, you are uh, very agile and athletic.
0: Mm, I don't know how I am, but um, yeah. Tom Taylor once said it was his favourite thing about me that I'm good in goal.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: so glad
1: you said in goal. <laughs>
2: well, of course, the, the other thing we were treated to, Dan, was a running commentary. Well, yeah. Mm -hmm. Tom Taylor's got the ball now. Tom's speeding down the left wing. Oh, dear.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So polite. Oh, no. So glad I couldn't make your birthday, Rob.
0: (laughs) You were spared a whole day of the sound of my voice, which is Mm. something you get on a weekly basis anyway. Yeah. All right. So when I look at this brochure... I'm gonna, Dan. You can't see it, right? So you're just gonna. No, sort of, I can't
1: see it. Okay, I'm trying to peek through the window to see the start of the second half.
0: Fair enough. So you essentially. Denmark, Croatia. Okay, you represent the listener right now because you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, Saturday the twenty-first. Um, you know the festival starts Friday night. Friday the twentieth of July. Um, there's some cool gigs, Matt and Freds. There's a venue, isn't there, Andy? Like dedicated and made just for the jazz festival each year.
2: Yeah, it's brilliant. It's called, um, in fact, I think uh, they've used it for the last year or possibly two years. It's called Salon Perdue. It's a Spiegel tent. And, um, yeah, I was fortunate enough to do a gig in there last year with my group, Group S. Which, on the... by the way, I was a part of. Yeah, Rob, Rob, Rob's 20. there as a sort of, yeah. <laughs> a minimum, mid yeah, <laughs> As a goalkeeper. Yeah, exactly. I have to pay a lot of money to be allowed anywhere near the stage. But um, I have to say this, uh, on the opening night of the festival, that Friday the 20th, playing in Salon Perdue at 8 o'clock that evening is Ag- Agbeco, which is um, a fantastic band that's formed over the last few years, Manchester Players, run by Jamie Stockbridge. and um, Is that
0: someone you've taught?
2: Yeah, mm. yeah. He, I met him in Newcastle. I was doing, this is years ago, probably about 10 years ago, I was doing a, a masterclass at... Um, a saxophone masterclass at Newcastle University and uh, yeah Jamie was there, so the university uh, he said he he asked me for lessons and he used to travel down from Newcastle and Manchester for lessons and then went to Um, RNCM but he's put together, I mean he's just got great imagination and he's put this band together and it's playing at festivals all over Europe, they're a really good band wow So that's on the Friday
0: night. Man, I'm so glad we asked you to do this, Andy, because last year's preview show contained no information whatsoever, so you've already blown the doors off what we did last year.
1: We just commented on the, <laughs> the sounds of the names of the <laughs>
2: bands. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That sounds good. But the, uh, but the venues as well, you know, they've got the Salon Peribu, as you said, and that's in the, the Festival Square, which is Albert Square, which is the area right outside the town hall. Yeah. And and what they do is um, it's probably about half the size of about maybe half a football pitch, mm-hmm. and um, there are all sorts of little stages and bars, and you can get food there. And f- there's a free stage So You, you can catch loads of music uh, all throughout the day for the, the duration of the festival, and that's where Salon Perdu is. It's within that sort of. Um, festival square so yeah with, with with that and band on the wall and matt and fred's and places like that uh, the midland hotel um there are some really great venues and they're all very close to each other which is perfect yeah i love that in the
0: manchester jazz festival everything's walking distance for the whole day
2: yeah and the exactly
0: venues a small and intimate it's a great thing plus it feels like you're at the circus
2: at the circus.
0: Yeah, Salon Perdue, the little, you know... I don't know, It's maybe it's just because it's a circle. I always feel like it's a, like a circus tent.
2: Yeah, there is. I suppose there is a slight feel about that. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, if you get decent weather down there, which, fingers crossed, this year mm-hmm. is looking uh, quite potentially possible. Um, it just makes for, for a great experience, it really does. So if you've never sit, sort of seen any jazz or heard any jazz, just... The whole sort of vibe is great. Yeah,
1: you'd make a good ringmaster, Rob, wouldn't you?
2: What at the, the circus, ringmaster? S- yeah, yeah.
1: I see you in like tails and with a whip.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah, that thing that I mentioned—you know, being in Andy's project—I don't play in that. I just, I just,
2: I, I have the whip, and if yeah. you, know, exactly. I just, I think, I think, I think John, I think John Hellywell has the whip. <laughs>
0: That's true, Rob. This he's bit looks more. a bit hard. Can you play? All the
2: youngsters in the band. He's putting us in our place.
3: the <laughs> Oh
2: <laughs> boy.
0: Okay. Yeah. If I look at Saturday, I want to. We listen to some Babel Fish already, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, and then Trish Clues is playing. Ashley Henry's playing. This is a really serious day. Chris mm-hmm. Potter's playing. There's, I mean. I'm not leaving anything out because I don't like it. There's just so many gigs and I can't possibly talk
2: about every one of them. Uh, uh, Babelfish, um, uh, Paul Clavis in there playing. Mm. One. They're all great musicians in that band. So, yeah, Saturday's a cracking day. It is. It is. That's really something. And,
0: um, Are you playing, Rob? Uh, no, Dan. I'd like to play next year. I'd love to play my own because my album will come out a few weeks before it. So, um mm. Yeah. Um, that's that's my grand plan right now. Perfect. Anyway, good. Anyway, anywho, John Halliwell, as mentioned several seconds ago, um, he's playing his own band, Creme Anglaise. Yeah, that'll be cool. Yeah,
2: yeah and he is, uh, but also I think on just before John plays and just after actually at the Midland Hotel, mm. he's got a series of gigs uh, there. Um and playing that day, uh John and Kathy Dyson. So they're sort of stalwarts of the uh jazz scene in the northwest and it's brilliantly playing now. What particularly appeals to me, I bought bought a ticket for this. Is the Jazz Brunch. Yes.
1: We commented on that last year.
0: We did. Alex Hitchcock did it last year.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So an orange juice, some coffee, some I don't know what, salmon maybe, scrambled eggs? Sounds possibly. very civilised. Yeah, it's, it's all good in Manchester, you know.
0: Well, yeah, big time. And especially the the ticket price, that includes brunch.
2: Yes, it yeah. does.
0: So when you look at it that way, £18. and yeah. Plus the music, plus the salmon, yeah. I mean.
2: Yeah. It's madness. So you can go and see Chris Potter on Saturday night. hmm Then go down to the late show at Matt and Fred's. Yeah. Uh, book a cheap hotel room or stay up all night and then go to jazz brunch
0: (laughs) (laughs) fantastic i love that that the only two possible choices for a jazz festival budget is a cheap hotel or an (laughs) (laughs) all-nighter or if you're john halliwell you can stay in a penthouse suite somewhere overlooking the entire
2: city absolutely for the week
0: for the week, yes. When, when he came on the show last year, we did his interview. Dan, I think I just heard the ref's whistle.
1: Oh, no, that's some sort of bird. <laughs> I thought Sometimes you'd like
0: can... s- snuck back into the pub. No,
1: well, I, I, I'm tempted. Tempted, but no, I'm stand, stood at the window, watching through the window at the moment. Frankly.
2: Well, what, about, um, what about Spain, Russia, though? Mm. Oh, I can't believe it. I think they
1: must have, you know, had a word and, you know, arranged something. <laughs>
2: It's astonishing, isn't
1: it?
0: Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. When this show comes out, this this game will be a few days ago um, now. Mm. But, um, so probably something else equally shocking will have happened. Maybe everyone will be talking about England by this point. But um, I do feel like maybe the Spanish took uh, took, took some kind of payoff. um, Possibly. Maybe some... I probably well,
1: there probably wasn't money involved. It was probably the threat of um, something.
0: <laughs> mm. That's a
2: more Putin way to go about it. Is yeah, right? exactly. Um, but, oh, yeah. I've noticed, I've just noticed um, uh, on, on the Sunday, the twenty second, as well. Uh, just uh, dare I say it? Going back to Manchester Jazz Festival for a minute. <laughs>
3: Thank um, you, Andy. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's, it's a pleasure. Uh, Jeremy Sassoon is doing his album launch at Matt and Fred's that night. Oh, Good on Jeremy. He has worked so hard over a number of years uh, and created so much work, and he's a great singer and pianist. Um, I think they're playing in London at Pizza Express before that. I saw some flyers, but then I think the last... And in Berlin. Mm. And then they come to Matt and Fred's. So that that's bound to be... The band will really be uh, going for it, I'm sure, that night.
0: Oh, yeah, that's really cool to... Um... Album launches as a part of the festival. I'm a big fan.
2: Mm.
0: In fact, Andy, didn't, is that what your gig last year was? Was that an album launch?
2: Yes, it was, because mm. the, the album was launched in, in March, but I couldn't get any gigs until July. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, so
1: Sounds I, like Rob as well. <laughs> July next year, though.
2: Yeah. Well, uh, Rob's planning 18 months ahead for his...
3: Yeah, fantastic.
2: Yeah,
0: Yep, that's the plan. That's um, that's how I want it, though. It's got nothing to do with
2: um, my profile as a performer. <laughs> um. but it's not the 50th anniversary of... Um, oh, God, well, they back.
1: Oh, sorry. No, sorry. Oh, they Denmark <laughs> nearly scored. Sorry, carry on, Andrew. Oh, carry on. Oh. Oh. Um,
2: what's, 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 explain the Apollo 50th link with your album, Rob.
0: Oh, yeah, well, next year in July, in the Manchester Jazz Festival, it will be the... The fiftieth anniversary of the moon landing.
3: Ah.
0: Um. So I finished the album last year, but now I'm just chilling out, um, mm. waiting for the fiftieth anniversary to come around because it just seemed like such a great opportunity to yeah. mark the occasion. Um, that, that that's the plan. And also, you probably know more about this than well, you know more about everything than I do, Andy. Um, as that's do you, Dad. No
2: way. Of
0: course. There's a um. I heard that there's a jazz festival at Jodrell Bank.
2: Well, there's the, there's a festival at Jodrell Bank, um, and it's called the Blue Dot Festival, I think. I don't know if they've had any jazz on, but they should.
0: Yeah, I'd um, love to play there, because they project images onto the dish as well. So, um, let's do Monday. Monday. I want to talk about the Manchester Jazz Collective. Mm-hmm. Because um, what I know about it is that um, Kyron Matthews jeff guntren emily Burkhart, these those some of these must be your responsibility andy
2: Kyren's, um done some fantastic things and he 's doing some fantastic things he 's extremely talented uh, musician but it, but he 's organizing lots of things, lots of new projects he 's starting jazz nights in manchester he 's putting some of his own money into it and What he's doing is really incredible, actually. Um, So it's brilliant. So, yeah, the Jazz Collective's got some fabulous players in it. Andy Stamatakis-Brown on piano. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: He actually wrote the... um, Manchester Jazz Festival has this uh, originals. so they commission someone each year for a premiere, and last year Andy wrote a piece that was premiered uh, called Cottonopolis, which refers to Manchester's industrial past. Yeah. And um so yeah and and Andy's in the Manchester collective and uh, I think that one sold out as well unsurprisingly really. Uh they're doing some great things. Some of the guys from Beats and Pieces band are in it as well. So
0: yeah, Graham South on the trumpet. Mm. Um not sure if I I I looked at that list earlier. We'll get on to Beats and Pieces. I have I have big news on the Beats and Pieces front. Um but we'll let's keep scrolling because they're going to appear. So um, let's talk about. Oh, it's great to see that that's sold out as well. There's loads of stuff sold out on Monday. Yeah. So um, let's move on to Tuesday. Mm. So, um, Andy, are you looking at the
2: festival brochure as well? Uh, no, I'm doing it all from memory, Rob.
0: Are you serious?
2: No. No. <laughs> I've got it here in front of me.
3: Oh man,
0: that's so committed. Like, like you can't be <laughs> reading notes during something as important as this.
2: It's got to be from memory. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I have, because I've looked at it quite, obviously quite a few times over the yeah. last couple of months, because I've booked tickets. I've been through and have booked tickets for various events. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but, but it got me thinking actually, again, what you said at the beginning, just about how it all started and, and Steve Mead and Mick Waterfield and, I just can't. I'm. I'm just astonished by it. And the lovely thing is, there are great opportunities for local bands as well. Yeah. Um. They've got that. They seem to have got that balance just right. And youth bands as well. There are some, a couple of youth big bands playing in the program this year as well with special guests. So again, there's a fantastic balance.
0: Yeah, it's always felt wonderfully balanced with how many homegrown musicians get to play. So, does anything jump out at you?
2: Well, again, if you look at—I um, mean, if we're talking about that Tuesday Glow Rogues is one uh, that I know about simply because they're again a sort of Manchester-based band and yeah. some very talented people like uh, Ben Watts, keyboards and uh, electronics there. And uh, yeah, they've they've played at Band on the Wall a few times over the last couple of years and are sort of you know well known on the scene. So it's great to see them. At the festival as well that's brilliant yeah yeah that looks like a really cool band yeah but then then i, I sort of think the beauty is if you don't know these bands if, if if someone going back to what we were saying before with dan if if even if if someone's going who's not particularly a sort of jazz sort of follower or fan you can just go along and pick any day and just go and check some of these bands out it'll be fantastic and get some food and have a few drinks wander around manchester um can't go wrong really unless it's absolutely pouring down with rain and even if it is the music carries on
0: yeah that's true this festival as dan said this stops for nothing so on wednesday the 25th there's a nice there's a lot of gigs here that are listed as free or pay what you can
2: Oh, well, I was saying before about the youth bands. We've got Cheshire Youth Music for Life big band playing. Oh, yeah. And, um, again, Joe McCollum especially has done um, some great work with that. And they've commissioned big band charts from various people like Mike Walker and Ian Dixon. And Alexander Bone is guesting with them that day. And that's in Salon that's uh, Perdu. That's really cool. Yeah, There's br- um Mike
0: Gibbs commission
2: as well for that gig right which
0: is really cool that's another one pay what you can as well so that'll be awesome Absolutely brilliant
2: yeah and then yaz Ahmed in the evening yeah um, I, i've never heard her i've i shouldn't really admit but um, <laughs> no that's fine <laughs> i'm gonna but that's what the festival's all about isn't it absolutely <laughs> i hope to get down there yes but I am going down to San Perdu on the Thursday night. I've got a ticket for that. Great segue. What are you seeing? Thank you. Um, well, we've got, you know, I was saying about the originals, the commission. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's called Irwin Mitchell MJF Originals. Yep. Yeah. this year it's a project called The Light Gatherer. And this, is, uh, this was awarded to Esther Swift, who's a harpist, sings, um, and, and obviously a composer. So... I'm just fascinated to see what she's come up with, because she's got um, a harp quartet in there, um, and also some strings, so violin, viola, cello, uh, plus piano and a bit of percussion. Jim Molyneux again; he's playing in a few bands. Yeah, well, he plays accordion and percussion, uh, and Jeff Gunter on tenor sax. Who's in the uh, Manchester Jazz Collective? He's an incredible player. So, Rich McVeigh on Twitter. Rich Tron- McVeigh's
0: yeah. quietly in about eight gigs already on this festival. Ah, yes.
2: <laughs> well, I think John Ellis used to be like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you don't mind if they're brilliant players? No, of course. You know, which John is, and, and I'm sure Rich is as well. But um, yeah, that's on the Thursday evening, though, and that's credit to the festival, you know, commissioning new work as well. Absolutely brilliant. It is, because
0: jazz has always been something that's forward thinking, and it's really great that the festival puts money into that and creates new opportunities.
2: Yeah, and also, if they've, you know, you've got Erwin Mitchell, who is a solicitor company who are putting some money into this. And if, um, if only we could get more sort of corporate sponsorship yeah. uh, for the arts in our country, that would be brilliant. Um, yeah, well
0: spotted. That's a great thing that they're doing to support this.
2: Uh, of course, it happens loads in America, but that's because it's a tax break. <laughs> yeah. No, it is. You know, and, and I remember David Cameron going on about we've got to be more philanthropic in the UK. Yeah, well, it's an, it's a nice sentiment. But, you know, business people don't just throw money away, as far as I can see.
3: Yeah.
2: If if there's a tax break, um, then it, it works, and it would probably massively help the art scene in the UK. But um, there we go. Maybe yeah. that's the thing that would, that would be good, that, or, that America has a little vantage over at the moment. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, because yeah. it is hard. I like that about having this show that every week we talk to people and nobody's like yeah it's great i'm just getting loads of gigs mm. you know it's really hard work and um i always wanted to start this show to make it very plain that it's hard um <laughs> rather than like that we all just showcase how many gigs we have um, cuz like you say and it comes back to money um and venues struggling to pay bills and everything so um yes that sounds like a campaign that we need to work on <laughs> absolutely,
1: absolutely. Mm. i love that maybe maybe, maybe. everyone has got gigs rob they just they realize that you're we're talking to you and so they don't want to make you
0: feel bad and they know that i'll come up and play if i find out about it
1: well no just they, they don't want you to feel bad because you haven't got any gigs
0: oh i see oh well that's, that's in good. case the entire jazz community is very kind exactly
2: <laughs> yeah but uh, Dan, Dan the whole the whole thing Dan that I experienced was Robbie's. he's very happy having this one gig in, in eighteen months time
1: <laughs> that's because he can play I the know. playstation the rest of the time
2: honestly he's almost I mean delirious uh, uh, I mean, his band could be called Rob Coates Delirious.
0: <laughs> also, we're
2: all assuming Delirious. that I'm actually going to get that gig in eighteen
0: months' time. You know, there's still a still mm. a grey area there. In that I haven't, you know,
2: got it yet. I just kind of assume that 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 it'll all be fine. Well, but... if you don't if you don't get Manchester Jazz Festival, we'll sort out a gig at my local in Sandbach. Oh, that's very kind, Andy. Just like a it's a, a pleasure. <laughs>
0: i need all the help i can get um dan i from you from you right now it's kind of after 10 minutes of silence i can definitely hear the world cup now you um, can hear
1: it now yeah i've yeah. unmuted it
0: yeah yeah that's fine though it makes for some ambience i like it
1: i can leave it on if you want i won't mute or oh, whatever you like. is it too loud that it's that it's in the way or no, it
0: just sounds vibey sounds like we're all out having okay. a good time
1: well some of us are the rest <laughs> of us are talking about a jazz festival <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, Friday the 27th, Beats and Pieces at Salon Perdue. Um Beats and Pieces are about to announce their brand new album, 10. Um, but it is, as we record, unannounced. Um, and um, so they actually sent us a track previewing this, like, 10th anniversary album. Um, you know, celebrating the 10th anniversary of the band. Um, which is really cool. So, um, and these guys have done really well in life.
2: Yeah, Uh, fantastic. And I think they've just, haven't they, just finished a a tour in Canada, and America? Yeah, that's right. Heading back to Manchester for the festival. Also, I noticed that Rich McVeigh is on this gig Uh, as well. Yes. Except rather cunningly, he's called Richard. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He's like a... He's got enough gigs that
0: he's like... This is his alter ego as a trombone rather than bass <laughs> trombonist, possibly. Absolutely. No, I don't think that's what it is. He, yeah, that well, Yeah. This no, is cool.
2: Good luck to Beats and Pieces. They deserve every success. Ben works unbelievably hard. Ben Cottrell with that band. Yep. It's fabulous what they're doing. It really is. Yeah, so that'll be
0: cool. So at the end of this show, I'm going to play that tune, Pop which has mm. just been recorded um, and Norma Winstone as well that'll be um, yeah that'll be cool RNCM concert hall which is refurbished. also earlier that day Greater Manchester Jazz Orchestra with Les Chisnell. Yeah, Les is like a hidden diamond of the north
3: yeah
0: well worth I remember
2: seeing. I remember um, I remember that I did a gig with Les this was probably about 20 or 25 years ago. And our audience were a bit intoxicated at the end. And the band leader introduced the uh, the band, and he, Les Les Dismal. he called him uh, Sir Barry Truffles. <laughs> <laughs> That's wonderful, but why? And, and, and Les just looked up, uh, sort of you know dryly with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, wonderful. I've been trying to get Les to come on the jazz podcast ever since it started, but it's, um, it's a challenge. He's, uh, Our play-
1: reputation has preceded us.
0: Yeah, exactly, Dan, and he's doing everything in his power to maintain his career mm. by staying away from me. Mm. But fair play. So then the last day of the festival, we made it, gentlemen. The last day looks great. Sam Rappi's band Fabled are playing. They've got a new album coming out called uh, Short Stories, but it's not out until the 28th of September. Um, But Sam sent me a tune, uh, Dovestone, so we're going to play some of this now and give you a real sneak preview of it. to tune. I cannot wait for that album to come out. Oh, Craig Charles! I was watching Takeshi's Castle this morning, and I was looking <laughs> through this brochure when I saw Craig Charles is on Funk and Soul Club. Not the same, Craig Charles, is it? I, I reckon so. Yes, it is. Yes, I it knew is. it would be.
1: <laughs> You're kidding.
0: The very what same. Is
1: he, what's, oh, amazing!
0: Acclaimed DJ, actor, presenter, and funkster. Craig Charles mans the decks. Oh, that is an apt description. Yeah, Well, that's not mine. That's that's his description. So, mm. um, yeah, that'll be that'll be cool. Um, I'd like to go to that because um, I like his voice. It makes me feel safe. Mm. I think he says the same thing about you.
2: Yeah, Yeah.
0: I bet he listens to the
3: jazz.
2: Yeah, podcast. Rob. Rob. I've um, just seen something that's relevant to your CD launch next year. Yes. Um, it says, applications have now closed for MJS 2018. This is monthly. To find out when applications open for 2019, Ooh. sign up to our newsletter here. Ooh. You need to click on here, Rob.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I need to do this now. And you I need, need to, to sign to...
3: up. Yeah. Find
2: out when that application
0: opens. <laughs> Don't dilly-dally. Don't mess about. Don't balls it up absolutely i've got no excuse um yeah
2: and get that application for 2019 rob
0: yeah if i get that gig it's going to be the headline news of the jazz podcast every week for the entire year <laughs> oh it really will yeah um and dan you're going to be tired of me by the end i think you're already tired
2: of me but that's i okay. already am rob yeah yeah you're jaded <laughs> <laughs> you know I, I i i think i'd quite like to be a volunteer at the manchester jazz festival There's a lot of volunteers that help run it, isn't there? It sounds quite cool, actually, isn't it? You can, you know, check out a lot of gigs, basically.
0: Well, do you know, now you've said that, I feel like I've missed a trick. Because, like, we're going to be there on and off for about four or five days. Mm. Could have just applied to be a volunteer and
2: seen loads of cool gigs for free. Absolutely.
0: There's loads of volunteers, yeah. yeah,
2: I remember that from last year. I might volunteer next year, and then when you get your gig... <laughs> you can get it for free. I'll be saying, Rob this, is Rob, this is your dressing room. Welcome to Manchester Jazz Festival. Great. I hope you have a name tag
0: that just says volunteer. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll do it. Fantastic. This sounds amazing. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about this year and about next year. So-
2: Indeed yeah indeed gentlemen it's been a pleasure just Um, a public thank you to Steve Mead though yeah and his team the unbelievable amount of work over the last 22 years yeah
3: ridiculous Ridiculous.
0: yeah and I know it's a week long festival but there's so much work that goes into making it this week you know like all year of their lives (laughs) gentlemen thanks for coming on the Jazz podcast it's been a pleasure
2: Thank you, Rob. Absolutely brilliant. Is it still one one, Dan? It is, yeah.
1: Fifteen minutes to go.
0: Fifteen minutes. Oh my god, this podcast is overran. We better get out of here. I'm gonna play Pop, brand new Beats and Pieces album ten.